0: Welcome to the 859 Insider Podcast. I'm your co-host, Noah Ziegler, alongside co-host Adam Conrady. Adam, it's August. I can't believe we're saying this, but it's August and that means high school sports are on the horizon. So first off, before we dive into a bunch of the summer storylines and what we kind of have coming up, how are you doing, Adam?
1: Uh, I'm doing fantastic. Fantastic. Been a great summer. Uh, Been very hot out, but I'm Ready to get back into high school sports this year. Very excited. Uh, already went to Sakurama this past week, saw a game. So uh, high school soccer is starting in the next week or so, and then we're less than three weeks away from high school football, which is very very close. Teams are already practicing, going all out. So it should be very exciting. Um, I'm sure there's a few scrimmages coming up that we'll uh, keep talking about, and we'll then uh, we'll have some uh, football contact coming out here very soon.
0: Definitely, definitely. And speaking of football content, we we were prepared to record this podcast as if the biggest storyline of Northern Kentucky high school sports over the summer um, had not been resolved. And about 15 minutes before we uh, hopped on the Zoom, it was, it was resolved. Um, if you don't know, uh, four-star Wake Forest commit cornerback Antonio Robinson moved to the Northern Kentucky area. It was confirmed he was... Coming up here, uh, I believe his uncle is opening a gym in Newport. Um, So he moved up here, but the question was, where is he going to school? Because that had been left up in the air. And eventually it kind of whittled down to, and everyone kind of knew, it's not official if this is actually how it went down. This is kind of based on what we've seen on Facebook, Bluegrass Preps. Um, Facebook as in the Northern Kentucky high school sports, uh, football page. I don't want someone thinking that I'm just pulling or we're just pulling random Facebook comments and, uh, treating them as gospel, but it came down to Highlands and Beachwood two options that I think everybody knew were really good options. Either way, you could not go wrong with those two. Um, Highlands obviously being a program with a very experienced coach entering a second season, they're getting a lot of hype. They just won a seven on seven tournament in at Eastern Kentucky, and uh, there's a lot of excitement around the Bluebirds program, and you know, and Adam, I joked about this with you um, a, a, a couple of days ago, but we're going, we're going to have another year where we're asking, is Highlands back? And last year they had a big win, kind of out of the gate, and then things kept on rolling for a little bit. And this year, I think we're we're starting to see a little bit of a hype surrounding the Bluebirds, but Antonio Robinson down to Highlands and Beachwood, Obviously, everyone knows Beachwood as one of the, I mean, town USA, Fort Mitchell, Kentucky. Well, today. Mike Dyer broke the news. Antonio Robinson is a Beachwood Tiger. He practiced today. He is going to school in Fort Mitchell, and he will join the reigning state champions. And a huge get for Noel Rash. And honestly, just a it's it's really cool to see uh, someone of that caliber go to a school like Beachwood. And I, I say a school like Beachwood is in you know they've they've always had the we're the small school, but we. I mean, they they're one of the most dominant programs in the class. Um, it, it, they were one A and now they're still replicating that in two A. So, Adam, what are your first thoughts on uh King Antonio committing to Beachwood, joining the Tigers and uh, Noel Rashis squad?
1: Uh yeah, obviously an absolutely massive get for the Beachwood Tigers this year. Obviously, they lost Cam Hergett uh from this past season. So I think he will fit in very well and into the Beachwood system. Uh from what I read uh, last year, he was playing both ways at his high school in Miami. So I expect to see a lot more of that, and he's going to be an, a huge impact player for the Tigers, and he's going to be very, very fun to watch this season.
0: Right, and you know, Beachwood again, they, Herget kind of they've had D one commits before D one players. Herget kind of the, and I, I'm probably mistaken, and this might be just you know showing showing our age and you know being young and all, but Herget's kind of the recent sort of big. Skill player recruit, like a quarterback, going to uh to a, a scholarship program in Eastern Kentucky. Originally committed to FBS Akron, but it was a preferred walk on spot. Um, and again, it's it's kind of crazy. I mean, they even I just, I just remember the whole situation of him coming back for the fifth year. But we're kind of past that. And I, I took a look at Beechwood schedule because I was curious. I, I didn't know, um, kind of, I, I didn't know how many of the smaller schools they were playing. So they play Fairdale, Paintsville, Somerset. Simon Kenton, Covcath, Dixie Heights, and then they play Ho- Holy Cross, Lloyd, Newport, and NCC. I that middle of the season against SK, Covcath, Dixie Heights, and SK. I'm I, don't look now, but I'm seeing a lot of hype around SK. But to be fair, there was last year, and their offense did show it, but their defense was uh, just they, their defense was um just didn't meet the expectation. So if I mean SK, if they get their defense together, that they could be a very dangerous team. But I mean, that, that middle of the schedule and even all throughout, it's just going to be really cool to see a player of his, uh, Antonio Robinson's caliber. Again, already committed to Wake Forest. Seems like he's a hard commit there. Um, but it's going to be really exciting to see him play against... I mean, he's going, to, he's going to have to defend against Chase Crone at Simon Kenton, one of the most prolific quarterbacks in the state and probably the most prolific quarterback definitely in the A uh, A59 region. He's going to play CuffCast. We all know CuffCast very hard to play or play against. And then of course, Dixie Heights, who they're going to be reloading uh, this year. So it'll be interesting to see how they play, but Adam, just kind of looking at the Tigers' schedule, what, what are you most excited about? I know it just kind of took pretty much a chunk of the schedule, but um, what are you most excited about kind of seeing the process or seeing the um, seeing Antonio Robinson play in this area?
1: Yeah, I, I would have gone with the same exact three game stretch that that's where you really find out how he is up against Northern Kentucky competition that we see week in and week out. So that's going to be a very, very fun matchup. And as you said, Chase Crone will be starting, and he's an experienced quarterback going against one of the best cornerback commits in the nation. So that should be a very, very fun matchup. Uh, so uh, moving on to one player coming into Northern Kentucky and another one moving out. As Jacob Meyer, earlier this summer, he committed from Western Kentucky, and he's been having an absolutely fantastic summer on the AAU circuit. And he just announced uh, this past week that he is transferring to a prep school in Atlanta. So he will not be uh, playing at Holy Cross his senior year.
0: Yeah, Adam, that's, uh, you know, all kudos to him and obviously best of luck. And this is definitely, and again, we kind of agreed on this. This is definitely probably the best move for his recruitment. If he wants to get the, um, if he wants to break into kind of that echelon of getting the, the true power five offers, And obviously, he he was once committed to Western. Now he's decommitted from Western Kentucky. Um, You know, has interest among a lot of schools, and definitely has interest among the Power Five schools. But I think the biggest question is, you know, how is he going to do against the best of the best? He played at Holy Cross, who Holy Cross is obviously a very good program, very good team. But we weren't able to see kind of a, a good sort of sample size of how many games. You know, can he do it against the best of the best on a consistent basis? And again, he's 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 getting a lot of good offers already, but now I, obviously, I think any player would want to you know keep pushing that. And Jacob Meyer was the leading scorer in the country last year, so who's to say he's not going to go off uh, down at the prep school? I forget its name. Oh, it's the uh, Skill Factory down in Georgia. Um, it, it, you know, best of luck to him. I think it's going to be really awesome to see him grow there. And again, he's one of the, he's the most prolific scorer in the country. So to get him that experience at a prep school it's going to be great to see how much he develops.
1: Definitely. I'm very, very excited to see that. And, uh, somebody, uh, a year younger than, or two years younger than him in the 2025 class. That's been making a lot of, uh, big highlights. This AU season is EJ Walker from Lloyd. He has five or six D one offers already going into his sophomore year. And he's going on multiple power five visits, uh, Coming up, uh, we named the four schools before it was Cincinnati, Michigan State, Purdue and Ohio State that he's visiting all within the next month and a half. So he's getting interest from very, very big schools. Uh, Apparently he's been shooting the three more consistently and he's now listed at six, eight and coming up from uh, six, six last year. So he's still growing and only going into a sophomore. I feel like his ceiling is as high as we've seen from anybody who's gone through been in northern kentucky in a long time
0: oh yeah ej it's it's really cool to see how much his recruitment has progressed and we we started to get kind of the the alarm bell started to ring when he was getting offers as an eighth grader it was kind of like okay we, we 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 may not have known exactly who he was yet obviously we know his dad as the coach and now, as you just said, he's visiting Cincinnati coming up and then uh, three Big Ten schools. And the list of interest doesn't stop there. You know, UVA, Tony Bennett on that list, Oklahoma. I, I agree with you. I really think the potential for him, and he's not even begun his sophomore year of school, which speaking of, shout out to EJ, because according to Jake Weingarten, EJ's got a 4.0. What coach isn't going to love that? And it, again, shout out to him for that. That's That's impressive. We always love the athletes who who put the time in the books too and you know ej has a chance to i mean really make a name for himself this year and the good news is so far as as of right now it's going to be a lloyd and we're going to be able to see lloyd this year with someone who we're about to talk to and, or about to talk about in a second jeremiah israel but you know again credit to credit to ej because his his stock is going way up I'm really interested to see when the 2025 rankings come from two, four, seven and ESPN really, and I guess on three now, but I'm interested to see how they rank him. If he, if he's at four star, is there a chance that he goes up to that five-star level? Again, I, I, you know, I don't want to put too much hype on him, obviously, or we're just going to have to wait and see, but so far it's, it's, he's, he's really coming onto the scene. And I think, I, I think this is only the beginning. So he's only, he's not even, he's just about to be a sophomore. So we're gonna. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, it's gonna
1: be a very, very exciting couple of years to be watching him and Lloyd. And as you said, you teased a little bit, uh, Jeremiah Israel, uh, EJ's teammate, going into his senior year at Lloyd. He just committed to NKU this past week. Very exciting to see him stay home. He got an offer from uh, Darren Horn right after the or a month or two after the ninth region tournament, after I'm sure he watched him in person and was impressed by his game. So that's very, very exciting to see him. So Lloyd potentially with two division one players going into this next season, they're going to be a big team to watch out for in the ninth region.
0: And he, he had some other good offers. You know, he, I mean, it's really cool to see, first of all, it's really cool to see NKU keeping, I mean, keeping the local talent. I think that's really cool. I think, I think everybody really likes saying that we saw, we saw it with drew McDonald and look how that worked out. So. And Sam. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So far so good. Hey, people don't talk about it enough, but Sam Vincent was horizon league rookie of the year and a five star wasn't
1: five star. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so it's, I'm really excited to see the fact that we're there more talent coming from NKU or Northern Kentucky staying at NKU. I think that's a really, a really cool trend. Um, because it's a division one. I, I mean, it's a division one school. So it's really cool to see Jeremiah Israel stay. And um, you know who's to say that all the scouts watching EJ Walker this year are going to be also looking at other Lloyd players. Cause I mean, Lloyd has just been producing talented players for years. And this is, and that's kind of, I guess, now I'm kind of realizing it as I say this all the scouts are going to be able to see the other players that Lloyd offers, that the teams Lloyd offers um, or Lloyd plays against they're going to have a lot of hype going into this year. I'm going to hold back on saying they're going to have a great year, but they're going to have a lot of hype going into this year. So it's going to be really exciting to see those two and see how the, uh, see how the beginning couple months, you know, we're a little bit away from practice for basketball, unfortunately, but it's going to be really cool to see Uh, Adam. So there are a couple other, a couple other commitments. So Evan Ipsaro to Miami, what are your thoughts on that? Miami, Ohio, I should specify.
1: Uh, Yeah, he committed to Miami of Ohio. Uh, I believe he had, probably six, seven, eight offers. He had multiple schools to choose from. Uh, It's very, it's going to be very exciting to watch him teaming up with uh, Mitchell Riley as we teased in the interview that we did with him earlier this year. Uh, So that should be a very, very fun thing to watch. And then also uh, he's going to be with a former Xavier coach, Travis Steele. So that that's also very cool.
0: So, yeah, side note, I thought that was a great hire by Miami, Ohio. I, I, I thought, at Xavier, he was a solid coach, obviously. At the, obviously, you know, there are some things that just, I mean, just never really got it, them across the line to where they want to be. But other good, than that, I mean, yeah, he was a good coach. He's a great recruit. And at a school like Miami, Ohio, if you can get some good good players in there. Yeah, they already Get them experience. Yeah, exactly. Pipeline, that's huge. Mm-hmm, exactly. And I mean, there's, in the grand scheme of things, it just continues the cuffcat to Miami, Ohio pipeline. Um it started with would it did Jack Coldiron go there? Yeah, AJ Mayer, Jack yep.
1: Cordiron, Ham Butler.
0: Mhm. And Mitchell uh, Kyle, yeah.
1: That's yeah, five in the past like four years.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a great school academically. I, I definitely see why that's I mean that's just a solid pipeline yeah. to go to. It go to a solid school like Miami, solid um, you know, conference to play in. We saw we saw Maction. what Ohio did a couple of years ago. Yes, exactly, Machen. And I mean, it, you know, it it, offer, it also gives them an opportunity to play on the big stage and cam butler now playing at uva is he is he a grad transfer or was that uh a, a, a portal situation
1: uh i i'm not sure I'm either not way sure.
0: either way it's it miami's going to be a great uh a great place for ipsaro and riley because their their chemistry obviously is just phenomenal so it's going to be awesome to see them play uh together in the um in the college ranks, and as you said, we kind of we we talked about that in that uh, episode or the interview with Mitchell Riley. That was obviously a great uh great thing for him or a great kind of idea, and now we get to see it come to fruition. Uh,
1: one more commitment that we uh, came across was uh, Abby Holtman staying home to play for UC. That's uh, Noah. You're the U- local UC fan here, so uh, what do you have to say about that?
0: Gotta love it. Gotta love it. I mean, UC women's basketball has been really. I mean, really fun to watch the past couple of years. And obviously they're playing um, against tough opponents in the conference, but uh, Michelle Clark Hurd is awesome person. Great coach. I think a lot of people are very happy with the direction the program is going under her. And yeah, it's going to be awesome to see again. I, I as I was saying before with the Northern Kentucky situation, I love seeing the local players stay at the local schools. So it, it, again, as a, as a diehard UC fan, I love the fact that UC is maintaining that. And, you know, in the football side, Tupperville ignored that for a long time, which, you know, irritated a lot of people. But uh, Fickle's doing it. And I think a lot of other coaches are starting to realize it. Um, And shoot, I'm forgetting the most recent example, Rayvon Griffith, four-star out of Taft High School, going to a prep school this year. But uh, four-star, Cincinnati-born race, staying home at UC. So I, I think it's awesome for a school like UC, especially as they go into the Big 12 which again, is going to be great for Abby because she's going to be able to play in the Power 5. Um, it's having the local guys the local guys and girls staying in the area, playing at a school like UC is just awesome for the opportunities that they can get. Um, but yeah, uh, congratulations to her and congratulations to the other commits as well. It's all, again, it's great to see um, everybody committing to Division One schools, Division two, II, Division three, even NAIA. But just a, just a real quick answer we have to mention, shout out Thomas Moore. Going division two, we, you know, that's going to, that's going to bring a lot of potential. We saw, we see players like Tyler Beasel and Adam Getz go to division, well, division three schools and then transfer to division two. But now Thomas Moore is in that conversation. So instead of schools like Kentucky Wesleyan and what used to be Bellerman, now Thomas Moore is there and, you know, Bellarmine wouldn't be a good or wouldn't be a bad blueprint to follow, but congratulations to TMU, Thomas Moore, just the growth that we've seen in our lifetimes. And I'm sure in a lot of, you know, it just the growth I've seen or we've seen from TMU is just incredible. So shout out to them. Going to be great to see them. Um, I, I can't, I don't know the conference are joining off the top of my head, but it's going to be really cool. I would imagine it's probably the GLVC. I think that's what Bellarmine's was it, but yeah, no, that's G- very,
1: and I'm sure they'll get there and immediately compete in basketball. That, that's one thing that they've been absolutely dominant in the past few years on the men's and the women's side, especially the women's, but the men's, have been really, really looking better these past few years. So it's be very exciting to watch
0: that transition.
1: Oh, and also uh Scotty drought transferring there. So
0: oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott again, all the local guys staying home. Gotta love it. Wrapping it up, uh, another thing that happened over this summer, uh, or I guess a, a league that kind of really really popped off in terms of popularity. It was already popular, but it's it's just building on that is the Smith League. Um, you know, Adam, Adam gets was a coach for one of the teams. We got to see a lot of the local products, Adam, uh, you were, did you, did you end up going to a game or were you you were there for one game, correct?
1: Uh, I went to one last season. I I have not made it to one yet this year. Apparently it's been absolutely crowded and you have to get there pretty early to get tickets. I saw uh, T. Higgins has been to a couple of games. Then, uh, they've had some multiple NBA players, Darius Baisley, Jackson Hayes, uh, playing, it looks very very exciting.
0: Yep. Again, it's it's one of those one of those ways that the local product of Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky high school basketball, um, or I should say products, um, just be, having them on that platform. And you know, I see them interact with other similar leagues like the Dykeman League, uh, league up in uh, New York City, uh, which is pretty popular. It's just again, it's it's really cool because I feel like athletics as a whole in the Cincinnati, and Northern Kentucky area is starting to realize that it's value and it's starting to grow. So always love mm-hmm. to see that. Then um, again, you know, switching to the uh, another sport, soccer, obviously you t- uh, teased at the beginning. Soccer is beginning very soon. Uh, you went to Soccerama, So again, Adam, just what, ha- what, what happened there? What'd you see? And uh, what are some potential preseason storylines?
1: Uh, it, it was a very, very exciting game that I watched. I watched St. Henry versus Scott in the first a uh, game of Sakurama on Friday or it was, it was on Thursday and St. Henry won 2-0 with two goals from Matt Reising in the second half. Uh, they pretty much dominated possession. And then the second game was Highlands versus. I don't even, I didn't stay for the second game. So just cut that. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it was a very, very nice night of soccer. I didn't, I wasn't able to make it to any other games, but I'll be at multiple when the regular season kicks off this next week. So very, very excited for that.
0: Excited. It's going to be an exciting year. Um, and soccer, another another great sport in the Northern Kentucky region, as they all are. Um, kind of wrapping things up, just for the next couple of weeks, we're going to have a lot of preseason content with all of the sports about to kick off in the northern kentucky region we're going to have a couple of football preview podcasts and then we're going to have another episode or episodes of previewing all the other sports that are going to be starting in a couple weeks but adam just some uh closing remarks again it's uh, a a beautiful month in terms of high school sports you know i know (laughs) i know people are going back to school not that i would ever worry about that ever again but it's going to be a a fun couple weeks especially as the hype kind of builds and then obviously leading up to those uh, phenomenal, phenomenal Friday night lights and obviously everything that comes with it. So Adam, what are your uh, closing thoughts as we uh, wrap things up?
1: Yeah, I could not be more excited to be uh, on the closing end of the summer going right into football season. Just a few weeks from now, we will be out there on Friday nights. We'll be at multiple games each week. It should be very, very uh, exciting. Going to be a big year for Kentucky football at, as we uh, mentioned earlier in the show, a big recruit coming in. Going to be a lot of eyes on Northern Kentucky High School football, and you can't ask for more than that. The more exposure all uh, the players can get, the better, because there's a lot of talent in this area, and we'll find out this year.
0: Gotta love it. Well, well, that'll do it again for this episode of the 859 Insider Podcast. For Adam Conrady, I'm Noah Ziegler, <laughs> and we'll see you next time.